Welcome everybody to How to Father. This is episode eight. Thank you everyone for all the wonderful feedback. We had a great episode last week with Mr. Alex Tenna talking about the importance of fathering and coaching and how that all coincides. Uh, I want to give a big shout out. Thanks to everyone who's been supporting the podcast so far. We have Shay 808 who does all the beats, the instrumentals and the intros and the outros. We have um, Above Snakes, a men's boutique shop here in Albuquerque that just got a fall lineup. They just sent me the stuff for that. So if you're ready for some sweater weather, head on to Above Snakes. They even have a website, AboveSnakes.com. I'm pretty certain is the site to look at their stuff there. Uh, Duke City Beaches is a local uh, kind of neighborhood bar with volleyball and playgrounds and all kinds of fun stuff. A great family little spot there in the Northeast Heights. Uh, they are a big support as well. Of course, my real estate team, Navigation Realty Group. But enough of all that. I'm super stoked for today's episode very important to me this this whole topic Uh, we're going to be talking about the importance of black fatherhood and just how that plays a role not just in our family lives not just in our cultural family lives but in the lives of just the world in general so i couldn't think of a better guess to who represents black fatherhood black excellence than my buddy cody cody flanori is here so cody thank you for joining the podcast on how to father how are you doing today Thank you for having me, man. And thank you for your kind words. I appreciate that. Uh, right back at you. Everything you said about me applies to you as well. So, thank you, brother. Thank you. That means that means a lot. That means a ton. So, tell us about yourself. Tell us where you're from. All this other fun stuff. And um, and before I before we go on, uh, it's a funny. I was listening to my last couple episodes, and I say all this other fun stuff a lot. So, if you want to start a drinking game, if it's apple juice or whatever, every time I say all this fun stuff take a drink you might be drunk by the end of the episode so don't do that because i need to find another term <laughs> besides all this other fun stuff than that so uh, my buddy alan and i were joking about that so, so if it's a drinking game you want to get drunk just drink every time i say that hopefully i kind of curb that a little bit this episode but back to you, you say about that though um about me goodness uh new mexico uh father son brother uncle uh, coach father means the most though so, yeah yeah um so you grew up here in new mexico yes sir okay sandia sandia and, high uh, school district Cornerstone, yeah um, yeah a couple other places high school you know if you're yeah. lived out here in high school you know, wasn't easy yeah yeah in no. the in the 90s <laughs> Jeez, don't, don't ages. late 90s man late 90s, late 90s early late 2000s. 90s late 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 90s, 90s. It, i had like one of the kids said sir were you born in the late 1900s i was like you shut your shut damn up. mouth hold on a second hold shut on a second up. that's why i told him i graduated in oh two man so i'm not i'm about to be 40 years young is how i'm looking at it as at 40 is a new 25 man that's how it that's is. what they that's say that's how it is that's how i it see is. some of these people out here and i'm like i know how old you are because we went to school together yeah exactly you need to drink more water yeah <laughs> because <laughs> baby drink some water drink some water get some h2o in your life okay so tell us about you're growing up in albuquerque uh and more so that your your experience with your dad i met your dad wonderful man and and tell us more about that uh my dad um you met my dad when our relationship was on the way up. Yeah. So that's like the blessing in it. It wasn't always uh, good. My dad was military, and I didn't realize until I was older kind of the things that he went through that shaped him. Yeah. And I mean, now that 
my dad was born in 1940 in Georgia. So when he was born, his life, not just his, for a majority of people, their lives looked a lot different than their, exactly than, than ours, than we ever, ever, ever had to worry about. Like, uh, I realized that when I took my daughter to the Civil Rights Museum in Georgia uh, just a couple years ago, and then she was talking to my auntie about it like a few hours later, and my aunt was like, I don't go there. And she said, because all those pictures just remind me of growing up. So it's like, got to put that in perspective that their childhood, regardless, wasn't the best. And his parents, their childhood wasn't the best. And their grandparents, we like, we can go down the line and it just leads to a place that we don't need to talk about. Exactly. Like it's just, that's where we're from. So, and with that being in military and then serving in Vietnam, like he was in war. So he was, was, he was built different. So he expected different from his children. And we were very, very much like, we didn't have an opinion. I don't think I had an opinion until I was uh, like 17, like probably, you know, like it was very much do what you're told. Don't ask questions. You don't know what you're talking about. So, I mean, and that's not, that's, I'm not complaining. Just, it's how it was. It was still, I was still a happy kid. Um, so it was very, I don't know. It was, it was different. And he was like, he was gone a lot. Like he was very much, uh, like, you know, this, like he was out like choir, bowling, refing, um, umping, the coaching, like he did a lot. And he had a, a job for the military that, um, after he retired, that required a lot of time. So, I mean, I understand that now as a 39 year old man yeah. with children, but you know, 15, 16, 17 year old me didn't really no. understand that shit at all. So it was very, uh, I don't know. This is different, man. I don't know. but not, not bad. Yeah. But, uh, Nonetheless, you know, we, you know, we still, we went to Lobo games. We, he was at all the, the sport, sporting events, supported that, like, wasn't absent by any means, but yet very, very busy. So give and take. So that kind of like, that was my, like, you know, you, you take certain things from your parents that are good and bad and I want to be like them or not like them. It doesn't matter in the end because you end up being fucking like them. But um, I wanted to make sure that I was always like around like, mm-hmm. and that means working less going out. Like, you know, it's just, it just means like would I like to be at, a, B, or C, like, of course, like, mm-hmm. I would love to do that, but, like, if my kids really can't go, I guess I just don't go, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just, like, not, like, sacrifice, it's just one of the things that I remember as a kid being, like, I want to go. Yeah. And you're too young, like, you know, the adults, and, like, so it's just, like, kind of was, like, well, I want to make sure that my kids are, are like 
they're my like my partners in crime like, exactly they're, they're with me like yeah. no matter what so i do gotta say my dad did take me to every boxing match as a kid like i mean i'd like to to watch the fights on pay-per-view no matter where we were at no matter what was in the background like yeah i was allowed to watch that okay okay <laughs> i don't okay. know if good or bad but i mean every fight like Jeez, I remember how mad he was at Pernell Whitaker and Julio Cesar Chavez, the, like the outcome. Just oh, like, yeah. they cheated him. Like, I just, I remember that. I was like, okay, I remember. I have very good memories still as a child, so I don't want the intro to think like I don't have good memories with my father. But that's where like, you think like a certain thing is going to be like, oh my, me and my dad love sports together. That was our bond. Yeah. My son could give two shits about sports, dog. <laughs> like, yeah. He, yeah. like, and like he likes the dolphins, whatever. I feel some kind of way about that because I'm like, oh, the fuck, like, the dolphins. But you know what I mean? Like that's not our. I didn't take my bond with my with my father. The only like the the main thing that we had. Yeah. I don't get to have that with my son, and I'm fine with that. Yeah, like fine. I'm I'm not complaining at all. I it, it, that was where I was just like okay, um, we have this bond now. We have this situation and i know it's going to change because he's only eight so it's not like time is lost like i'm sure like he plays soccer you know things like that yeah, yeah, but yeah. i'm a, i'm a sports addict like that's my love so <laughs> you and me both you know what i mean so but it's yeah. just like it, it's now you know we do i have a different love with him i share his love and i think that that like i remember my dad like i'm, I'm my dad never played video games with me and that shit was stupid to him like yeah. it was a waste of time me and my son get down. Like, mm-hmm. my son plays ranked games on Mortal Kombat. Like, he's good. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, this is what we have. Like, we have this. We have art together. We have all these other things. And I think that's what, you know, we always want to give our kids, like, we think we give them, like, what we didn't have. And I just wanted to be what I needed as a kid. Mm-hmm. That's just all I'm trying to be as a as a dad, you know, like that's spot on, man. You know, like there's no, there's no blueprint to this shit. No, <laughs> like <laughs> that's why I started this podcast, man. We don't know nothing. And I just don't understand why the, the previous generation didn't, didn't say that shit. Like they, like they could read all the books they want. Listen to focus on the family, listen focus to this fucking crazy doctors on TV, tell you some bullshit, but every kid is individual. Every situation is different. Yeah. Like you're learning, I'm learning, I'm learning as a dad. Mm-hmm. I, there's no, I'm learning this with them. So I think that that's the biggest difference is I'm, I want to be that open parent. You yeah. know what I mean? Like even when it sucks, cause there's like times where I've heard some shit I didn't want to, mm-hmm. but it's like, well, I never would have told my parents that. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And I get to hear this. So, Am I going to react in a way that I never hear nothing like this again? Or am I going to be like what I needed? Exactly. And, and you, you touched on a lot of good points there. Um, Sorry, that was a long No, 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 no. That was perfect. <laughs> uh, the, the, and this, again, this is a free-flowing conversation where there's no rhyme and reason to this at all. And I would say going back to, to your initial point with your parents, with your dad growing up, my grandma was grew up in the south of Texas. My mom grew up in the south of Texas and she different. was down there and family all throughout Georgia, all throughout the south. And so it was a different upbringing and it was a different idea. Did my grandma 
dislike white people? No. She hated the fact that my mom married a Mexican guy. My uncles married white ladies. She didn't care for the interracial. She, it I, was, yeah, I get it. It's, yeah, you get that. You have to be there. If you haven't been there, this conversation is going to sound so foreign to some people. Exactly. Like, you just have to, like, it's just, it's just so different. Like, this is the it's just it's it, it yeah. is it and, is and like today's in today's day and age you see the so many beautiful little mixed kids running around all kids are beautiful mm-hmm. but you see that kind of that olive kid I, it was one of my clients called me we'll have monday or tuesday said hey i have a buddy who's looking for um i gave him your number actually yeah, no we talked to you talked yeah. to yeah, yeah 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 um and he was like we're looking for some like uh, african-american kids above seven et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So a boy for a role i said i'll tell you this hell i have my so boys are olive and they look like they're Italian. Like they don't, they're not going to fit that role, man. They're not going to fit that role. That's going to be like, they're going to be like, who are these little Italian kids playing a black role? Like that's just because they're mixed race boys. I mean, I was a mixed race kid and then now they're even more mixed race. They're all kind of muddled, muddled up. But with, with what you're saying about the structure, like my mom was in the military and she was, she, yeah, you, it's, you, you know, exactly. She was a coach. She was this, and she's the most loving person, oh, the kind, know. the most tender person to everyone, and, and to us, mm-hmm. and to a point. Yeah, no, but she I, had a different expectation, different. Yeah. right? Different standard to us, and so it was that whole like very strict, very like kind of drill sergeant esque dr- kind of like way exactly to be things. And we'll talk more about that uh, and the expectations of and the reason why we black fatherhood is so important to to black babies, the kids in general here in a few, but you touched, I think on the one of the most important things is your expectation of your kids. Isn't like, I want to have the same relationship with my dad. I just want to have an open relationship with them. Oh, and I want to, yeah. and like you, the words you said was, I want them to feel and have what I miss, what I needed. Mm-hmm. That to me right there is fatherhood one oh one. Oh, it, I, I agree. And like, I, you know, like, that doesn't mean like getting every like it's not even like the toys. It's not no, no, it's no. not that stuff. Like it's just like, you know what I mean? Like, can your like is your kid like I just want them happy. You know what I mean? Life is hard enough for them. Life is hard enough for it us. Is. But like it's yeah. Make sure that your home is happy. Make sure that they're happy in the home. Like that's all that. You know what I mean? So like, so so as a uh as, as a single black dad, right, for the most part. When we're raising a boy, and so I have two boys, mm-hmm. and raising a daughter, which is totally different. Now she's a teenager. Now she has her own. I already see your face, your own mindset, her own everything. The expectations of raising a girl versus your 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 daughter and your son. The expectations between the two. How do they? How are they different? Different, or how are they similar? I think that they're. I want. It's hard, man. It's hard raising because it's, it's like I want. It's like I'm still a certain way mm-hmm. with their mom, even though we're not together. Because yeah. I'm his main example of how to treat a woman. It, so spot on. It doesn't. I think I don't understand why people don't. Some people don't understand that. That it's like I have to like. Who else is going to get her a Mother's Day card? It's it like I have to do these things for him because he has to. To learn what he is supposed to do. That is his mother. He has, she deserves to be treated a certain way. Regardless of what happens between us. Like, that's his mom. And 
I also need to show him how to treat a woman through his through how I treat his daughter. I mean, through his sister. Yeah. And I also like I want her to like not be like she needs to know how a man is supposed to treat her. her. So Spot on. like he knows like you don't talk this way and you don't let nobody talk to you mm-hmm. that way. Like you if having a, like having boys changes you, of course, but like if, as a man, if having a daughter doesn't change you, like I don't understand it because it changed me for sure. Yeah. Because like she sees everything. She sees how I treat women just in general because she's a woman. So oh, you have, of course you want your daughter to feel safe and understood and safe in your space. Exactly. So it, it's not hard. It's just like, it's a reality check. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, do I want her to be able to talk to me when she's now that she's 16? Do I want her to be able to talk to me when she's 30? Like you have to be able to think about that. I'm not going to like, I I'm, I'm parenting for now and I'm also parenting for the future because I want her to be able to come to me in the future and hopefully just get advice, not even listen to me, just advice. Like that's yeah. just what I really try to give her at this point. It's just advice. like, that's it. Like, and it's just, it's, yeah, it's hard. <laughs> like having a daughter is hard, but I mean, I like, that's my baby girl. So, I mean, you, you, you want her to be treated a certain way. So you got to make sure that you treat her a certain way. Well, you, you touch golly, man, like the first, whatever long 15, 20 minutes. I mean, you, you touched on everything. Like it's it, it's it's so relevant. There you go. There you go. And that's and that's why I wanted you on. It's like I'm getting chills, man. I'm getting chills about this. And because you touch on so many great points. The the first main point is your relationship with your ex. Whatever happened between you two doesn't affect the kids. And whatever happened and how like you said, how you treat her is we could tell our kiddos, hey, do this. Do that. Be this. Be mm-hmm. that. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, what are you doing? What are you doing? They're gonna see mm-hmm. what we do instead of what they're gonna. They're gonna rather rather copy us, mirror yeah. us instead of hear us. Ninety percent of the time, oh, if hundred percent of the time they do, they do what they 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 see it. You can speak to them all you want, oh, yeah. but they see what you do. If you well, we grew up. We grew up in a church. That's where we met. Church, Christian school, state champs, all the right. fun stuff, right? And <laughs> yes, sir, crusaders. Church. And I mean church. I mean like. Two times on Sunday, one time well, on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Like Wednesday nights. Wednesday nights, like church, all day church, Sunday. Church, church. Spaghetti dinners on Wednesday oh, nights. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when our pastor gave away free lobsters? That free lobsters, steak and lobsters, man. That big old tent. Lobsters. Yeah. Big yeah. old tent, yeah. And But that's the thing, right? Imagine if a pastor's up there like Jesus and this and that, and he's out doing the opposite. Exactly. And, and to the untrained eye, you can hear this wonderful, wonderful, like articulate preaching. But then if you see them you doing see something it, else, we're like, oh, well. I might as well do that, and I'm still, I guess, probably going to go to heaven if I do this. What? And so, because we've seen some preachers do some pretty bad stuff. Pretty too. bad, stuff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, are we supposed to do that? Because uh, like, uh, I do another thing. So, this is what it is. But and but that's the thing. It's you. You have this idea of parenting, and, and a lot of times, and sadly, and we'll and we'll, we're going to touch on the this, this the sad and harsh statistics of like single of black kids being raised by single parents. Um, but the important thing, it's horrible. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. I mean, I was raised by a single black mom 
And <coughs> and the thing is, when it comes down to it, you 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 said two amazing points. You want to show your son a how to treat a woman, right? And and the most important, the first, the his world first ain't love, gonna do that shit at this point. Dog. No, no, mm-hmm. no, not at all, not at all. I mean, it, they laugh teaches, at they laugh at what you're supposed to do. Yeah, they, everyone teaches to be a city boy, city girl, and they're mm-hmm. funny memes, sure. But that's like the these generations going up, and we have to combat that as much as possible. Like, like oh, you're a city you boy, you're this. To treat your mom, king. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and then you have. Your daughter and saying like, oh, wow, this is how a woman should be treated. I tell so many people in so many situations, they're like, okay, I'm in either in an abusive relationship or was in one. So you're you're teaching your kids two things. You're teaching your kids, especially if it's a girl and if it's a woman, it's being on the abusive side, abuse side. You're teaching them that it's okay to go through that. And yeah, it's like, I don't want her to. Yeah, that's exactly. I just want her to know like. There's someone out there that will treat you a special way because your dad does it. And I'm just a normal guy. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, yeah. I'm nothing special. You know what I mean? Like you just, just put the work in. Like if he really cares, he's going to do it. And like, and I, I pray that she sees that. That's all. And I, I think do. she will. We, a couple episodes ago, we had Dr. Najar on there, uh, the, the uh, psychologist. And where she was talking about the relations with her and her father. Mm-hmm. growing up and she was a daddy's girl right and she was like and her dad treated her such made sure that she was protected and safe in all always made sure that she she he loved giving gifts to her mom and himself and or to herself and her brother and stuff and so she didn't have like oh my gosh my dad just did whatever he wanted in her mind and what and, and same with your daughter is going to have this mindset of that's my standard yeah. Oh, she's not going to be impressed by your weak ass trips in the exactly. future. Like, yeah. I'm just being real. She's where, like, she's she she gets what what she deserves, like what she deserves, which is the world. Which like, is exactly, you know what I mean. And she shouldn't settle for anything less. And as a yeah. dad, you will sit there like, I'm the I'm the foundation, but I still want you to be better. Better. Yeah. And 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 she's gonna see that. She's gonna again, she's gonna see some squeaky little boy come over here like, hey, you nah. look cute, you're this, you're that. I'm like, I, I know I look cute, that's fine, but no. If you're not to the standard of my dad, which is what you're teaching them, which you have been teaching her, and now you're teaching Lamar on the flip side of like, this is how you treat a woman, and this is how you mm-hmm. protect women. This is because even though he's a little brother, eventually he's probably gonna sprout, sprout taller than her, be bigger than her, whatever the case their is. Mom is short, so like, <laughs> like but you never know. He's getting you never there. Know. He's tall. Yeah, he, he, like, he's know? up there. He's up there. Like, like he's in, he's protect. They're both very protective of each other because they've been instilled that family is all we got. They, well, they have that. They have a bond, and I love it. Like, and then there's, there's, and that's one thing. There's and then the next point you 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 touched on was. When she's sturdy, you want her to talk to you. Oh, the, absolutely. The most, the most important, I think the, the best litmus test of being a good parent is wanting to hang out with your, right. your parents while you're, while you're an adult. While you're an adult. Some and, people laugh at that shit. I've been one in the past. Are you still hanging with your parents? You know, but it's a yeah, good yeah. thing that they even want to because I know people. Oh, you're always with your mom. You're always with this. Yeah, you're I this know and people that. who don't speak to their parents. No, it's, like and it's sad. And, and I, I couldn't imagine me being older, like not talking to my kids. I want that something. for my children or for me. <laughs> Either of. I don't, wanna, I don't want to be old and eating Thanksgiving at denny's by myself exactly you know no disrespect but i just that's not what i want that's not what you have a family for i i want to be and we talked about this earlier and it's a i think good segue to insert it i want to be there like uh who's going to be over there right yeah who's who's bringing a mac and cheese exactly like Uh, you know what 
let's let's maybe she could i told my mom this my mom she will she listens to every episode and she will attest to this and hold my whole family my mom can't cook well my mom can't cook she needs a snoop dog cookbook that you were just telling me about she can't cook to save her life so every thanksgiving we're like just bring the paper plates bring some sodas she 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 told me one time she's like i'll do i'll make a really good green bean and i and it was like (laughs) i was like oh what Boil like water, casserole, <laughs> like what? Yeah. Like just green beans, right? green beans. Like no, no casserole, no. Do a little salt patty. and boil water. Like okay, mom. <laughs> like you, you can handle that. We'll, we got everything else. Gotcha. But but with with that being said, it, it really you you're, you touched on so many great points of how to how to show an example of a man to your son. Right, and then on trust me, Grandma, I was not I I was not the best at this, and then I saw the effects, and I had to change, and it's like. So it's still learning. You know what I mean? It's still learning. It's just, you know what I mean? I just want my kids happy. You know what I mean? That's really what it, like some people, like they say it and, but are you willing to do whatever it takes to get them there? Yeah. That's, that's what it is. It's just that sacrifice. And it's not even a sacrifice. It's just, no. it's not because it's like, it's like self reward. Like, what do you, like you see your kid happy and you're like, well, that was worth it. That, yeah. <laughs> right? Well, that's worth it. Right? Again, I'm, I'm just sitting here listening, guys, because you're, 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 you're knocking this out of the park, dude. Like, you said the most important thing. You changed. Dads, like, it's not too late to change. Never it's, too late to change. I, I was, I, I remember, like, I was, like, when I first had Cam, I was like, oh, shoot, like, oh, my, uh, I still do this. It's because you didn't know what you were doing. Was doing. Like, no one wants to tell you. Because people would, people would look you dead in the face and be like, oh, do this, do that. Get the fuck out of my face. Like, yeah. you only know this is the one thing that you have to learn by doing. Yeah. Because we don't, we have like, we dads don't get a quote unquote, we don't have any instinct. There's no maternal instinct. There's, yep. that we don't get that. We're, we like, and that's meant respectfully. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, we learn. Like, I didn't, like, people kept asking me, they're like, well, when are you going to freak out when, when I was pregnant? Like, when are you going to freak out? When are you going to freak out? Like, all my friends, people with babies asking, when are you going to freak out? Motherfuckers without kids asking me to yeah. freak out. I'm like, man, what do you, get out of my face. Yeah, yeah. I didn't freak out until, like, we were in women's hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking after the water broke, I had a mental breakdown, like, yeah. crying, like, I remember my friend brought me Popeye's chicken and I couldn't even eat the shit because I was just like, I was freaking out. And it's like, okay, now here it is. Because it's like, how am I, so, like, how, how am I supposed to care for these, the, another life? Like, yeah. what, like, and like, daughters, it's protect. Sons, it's like, it, it, it scares you because you know, like, what parts of him and you might. You know, you know what I mean. You get yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah, know yeah. the parts of yourself that he might get, and then exactly. you're like, "Oh my you're god, like, oh please God, no, please Lord, please Lord." Like, I don't know. If I, I, I pray this. to everything that's good out there. I'm like, my son's stubborn. Can stubborn. you be like your mom? Well, Ruby's yeah. stubborn, but I just know no, we know how we were in high school. Argues just like me. Yeah. Like, I'd love to. I'd love to be like, "Oh, he gets that from his mom." Nah. Argue, argue, hard headed, yeah, like yep, stubborn. Yep. I'm like, okay, like very, very independent. Mm-hmm. Like, man, little me, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, well, it's yeah. great when you're the for the daughter independence. Yes, like, are you gonna take shit? Yes, like your son. You're like, man, ooh, yeah, hurts. 
Well, it's it's funny if if and thank you for everyone who's been listening. The last seven episodes, we're on eight now. You have touched on almost every episode thus far. Okay. Like talking about generational, like we have no clue. We the men we talked about this with Doctor Najar, and it was the changing the blueprint of fathering because we don't have a blueprint. There is none. We, we we don't. I joke around with the kids like. Like we were in mommy's belly for nine months before we knew. I was like, "You're in my nutsack for forever." My, yeah, forever. So forever. don't don't even play that game. And uh, <laughs> one of millions, motherfucker. Yeah, like, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what you talking about right now? It's like you were the lucky one. You lucky. were the lucky one. But but it's you were the persistent one. Yeah, and we don't have we don't have a blueprint. We we were uh, our blueprint's bad, dog. It, our, yeah, it is. Go to work. Go to work. Women stay at home and cook. You're like, nah, like, I'm not for that. No. Like, that, I mean, I'm saying it, like, you know how, like, our grand, how grandpas and, like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to work, work all hard, day, fix the things, nah. and then be the authoritarian. Mm-mm. I'm wait till your dad gets home, all nah, this other stuff. I, and I can't. Dads do that were like never that. taught to be empathetic to our kids, never right? taught to sit down and listen to our kids. To play both sides. Do you, like, do you, can't run and talk you got to be the good guy and the bad guy good cop bad cop tough cop lenient cop like it's just you have there's a balance it should have always been this way but for some but reason it, it wasn't it wasn't, it wasn't. And, and you 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 remember how your father raised you right and then and you realize like you said i'm taking cues of what i knew i needed as a kid and i'm going to implement it as my fathering right and so that's another main reason why i started this because we're again the tagline is the amateurness of being a dad we're trying to figure things out yesterday max last night exactly i was sitting in bed kind of get winding down he's going to bed and he has this emotion book and it got like whatever juice got on it and it's a book that they've had since they were little and he like he goes through all the the books 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 books, finds it and he can't open it up and i'm like oh let me help you and like some of the pages got stuck together and got ripped up so i'm like open up every page oh there you go thinking he just wanted to read the book no he came to me and opened up the page and held me the book and it said sad then I looked at him and said, are you sad? What's going on, buddy? What's the matter? He's like, right. yeah, I'm sad. I was like, do you want to talk about it? He's like, no, I just want to let you know I'm sad. I'm like, well, what, what, what can mm-hmm. I do? Yeah, how, yeah. How then you're like, that's not good enough, right? Yeah. You, as you in your head, you're like, no, well, I can't just hear that and not. And, and not, not do that. Ooh, swoop and in. Then, yeah. And then we were, we were raised and taught like, oh, well, then be happy. So I'm sitting there like, okay, on right, your time, be you let me then. know. Yeah. <laughs> To flip a switch, buddy. Yeah, the sun's up. Now, yeah, that's get called out there. What, what we were taught to do is suppress shit. It, suppress like, it. I said suppress it. But but I was at the moment we talked it out. He told me why he was sad, why he felt sad. His brother said something he didn't like. So then we had a conversation with his brother. We all aired it out, and everything was fine. They hugged, played, and then five minutes later they're laughing, having a good time. Right. But I, I sat back and I there was two mo- two important things of that was a he was he he knew it was safe and okay to come to talk to me. Gotcha. And and that right there, I was like, I'm just, and even he, no, he couldn't even express it. He Mm -hmm. dug through the bookshelf and found this sticky old book and opened it up, saying, Dad, this is where I'm at. Yeah. And I look back at the blueprint of fathering. Typically, it's like, oh, go deal with, and they would, a dad would tell their kids, go talk to your mom. Go talk to mom. Go, your mom will deal with that. And, and sure, moms have this tender, empathetic heart, and that's, and that moms are very important, but, we can be that too, and yeah, we should I, be I that. can't when mom because mom's not here, so I can't say hold on to that shit till next week when yeah. you're here. It's only Tuesday. You go back with mom Sunday. Tell her about it then. Tell yeah, no, <laughs> like no. But then, then, then that, and that's the flip side is when your kids get older and something happens. I knew 
many a times where we partied in high school and I did not want my mom to even know mm-hmm. I had a sip of anything. Mm-hmm. I was terrified. But I'm if my kids, because right I now. knew I was going to die. I was I'm dead. not going to tell the story right now. <laughs> I, I know. We never had any parties never. in the pool at your home. Never, never, never. Hopefully your mom's listening. But yeah, it's like we never had anything of that nature, right? But at the end of the day, I hope if my kiddos go out somewhere, and we talked about this uh, um, on episode four with my All buddy right. Skylar. Be... Can't call us if you really need us. There was times where I needed to. I wouldn't because you yeah. already knew the outcome. You're going to get in Well, you knew the outcome okay. because there was that, like, you knew exactly where the, the boundary was. Mm-hmm. And so I, I hope, like, if my kiddo's out drinking, Dad, I can't drive. Call me. I, call me. Yeah. And I'm not going to be mad. I, I will be upset if you drive intoxicated. But I I'll, see, I don't believe my parents wouldn't have really been mad. Yeah. I, but I want my, my kids to know I really will be there. You yeah. Know? And, and but it's 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 the different different way of those rays. I knew my mom would have been like there to protect me and, mm-hmm. and help me out. I knew I'd have been in trouble and I was probably afraid of the consequences. The consequences. But yeah. at the end of the day, I knew she would have been like, Okay, whatever you need, I'm here for you and that's okay. But I want my kids to be okay with when they're ten 12, 14, 15, 30, 40, whatever it is, that they could come to me with anything and everything. And at that moment, when Max opened up that book, said, Dad, I'm sad, I could have been like, oh, it's okay. Things are going to be okay. Like, no, let me. And then again, I'm telling you, like, this podcast is probably helping me more than it's helping anyone else because my buddy Ted on episode two or three, we talked about, okay, instead of saying, oh, let's get better. No, let's go back to where the root's at. Why are you sad? Why are you sad? Let's figure this out. And he was like, well, did someone say something? And, and again, he's six and he's still trying to figure things. He's about to be still, seven, which I'm like, That's what? teaching him how to process it, though. If you skip that part, it's not good. And for you boys, know? we're not taught that. We're not taught. We're taught to suppress it. Suppress. Put dirt and on it. we You're become fine. angry. And for me and you, we become the angry black man. Yeah. Not just the angry. And but that's a perfect switch. That's, that's horrible. But uh, I just, real, let me yeah, backdrop. I had a similar situation where Lahiu Lamar was just being ornery. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, what's up? Like, are you trying to get in trouble? Because you're like, what, you know, why? After it's, just, you know, a few minutes. And finally, I just said, I'm like, what's wrong? Like, why are you acting like this? Mm-hmm. Instead of just immediately, instead of just going into like how we would have been like, yo, just instead of getting the belt. <laughs> it was like, yeah. why? Why? <laughs> why? Give me a switch. Why are you? It, it was like. Why are you about to get the belt instead of just get the belt? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just using the phrasing people, but I just mean, man, like, why are you acting like you're about to get in trouble? So I'm going to give you a chance to explain yourself. Yeah. And, and in that moment, he started crying and was just like, I'm having a bad day. Like, A, B, and C happened. And then it's like, okay, let's get you better. Yeah. Like, it, I don't. It, <laughs> You don't the, the okay, let's work through this. Let's work through this. What you did isn't okay, but why you like now I get why you were acting yeah. that way. So like I'm it's not excusable, but we gotta get you a better way to deal with your emotions. But it's still like if I I immediately I would have just got my ass whooped. So yeah, yeah. I wouldn't <laughs> have been told like why like why are you acting bad? <laughs> like, what the like, fuck was you, I never was asked that. No, it was no, just no. straight was like, like straight yep. you know what I'm saying? Like get you straight to beat yeah you know so it was when i asked that question and he was then like he opened up and told me and it had nothing to do with anything at home and had to do with some shit at school but it was still like mm-hmm. okay like you were tiptoeing towards it 
and now we avoided it because and i understand and now you can like talk about your emotions and we get to a better place like being able to communicate both ways like, well it, it shows there there is a um a cause and effect to everything oh right? yeah totally and how many times even in our adult lives where we get upset because something happened at work and then someone cuts us off and we're like ah fuck you where you get out of my no, way like often. it's there's a cause and effect and and when kids, they still are still figuring out how figuring to process their emotions and figure things out. And so to that's know what why level to get. There's still levels to it. <laughs> exactly. Like, don't let this small thing bring you bring you to a certain point. to a certain level. It, Some it, things it, deserve your attention more than others. Exactly. Right? And your emotions more than others. And just learn teaching them that, and learning that as a parent too. Like, oh, there it goes. Right, learning that. Like, okay, I can't. Yes, I'm frustrated with the way is he acting, but why? Why? Like, let's just, or else it's just continue. So. Well, and, and that's the, um, like, Ted talked about that, and he said to the point where his kid, and he mentions in the podcast, was getting so upset, he started on the couch. He was kicking him. The kid was kicking him. If I even looked at my mom wrong, yeah. like, rest in peace. Like, there was, there was right. a coffin already in the basement ready for me because i'm i i, I just like mm -hmm. i that's just how it was we we had to suppress that shit. yeah and, and and your mom and and in fairness not because my dad was very similar so that's yeah. but that's that's almost like that's it's not every but that's like definitely military man like because they weren't yeah. they couldn't blink they couldn't do anything without permission so like yeah that's like they were broken into that exactly like so, that's passed down so it's just well, like, well, like, you know? in in with what ted said he instead of getting upset like you kicking me hold on a second he's like what's what, what's going on what's buddy wrong? like yeah. and then he, they broke it down they went in reverse figured out the root of it and said okay when you get here let's let's talk, let's talk. and and when it comes to the idea of like my mom we talked we had it when we talked about i talked about this on my first like meet me episode mm -hmm. And I realize as an parent now, she had to be tougher on my brother and I versus um, versus uh, the girls. She was tough with my sisters, like tough, mm -hmm. but she had to be tough as a single black mom had to be tough because she knew that um, that uh, you had to there, there's a certain way to raise a boy and there needs to be a stern yes empathetic oh, yeah. man touch to it and she had to play that role right. and the sad thing about that we know in black families and really it's and it's not even just specific to black families i was doing some research from 1960 to 2018 there has been a it's been tripled uh 20 percent of uh black kids were raised by single parents yeah, that... in 1960 it's over 70 percent right now so seven out of ten black kids if you go to a basketball game, NBA oh, I game, I, I, yeah. seven of those players was raised by a single parent. And sadly, majority of them, or probably maybe 85% of that, maybe even higher, was single moms. Right. And so the reason why this episode to me was so important is because I was raised by a single black mom. You're a single dad, black dad. And there's so many single kids out there. And it's not, and it's yes for the kids, but this is mainly for the dads. And you said something very important. You made a change. If you are a, a black dad that is either deadbeat or still trying to figure things out, it's not too late to it's change. It's never too late. 
And I, I look at, like, my mom, She one of the main reasons why she moved here to, from Maryland to New Mexico, because she was afraid that as we were getting older, as we were getting to middle school, high school, mm-hmm. that our male influence would have been either the gangs or whatever the case is in the inner cities or outskirts of D.C., outskirts of Baltimore. We were right. kind of smack in the middle. We had a great upbringing. My, my grandma was there. My uncles were there. Everything was there. And, but she was afraid that, like, I don't know if I could I could raise these boys to be men, to be men. Yeah. they might find influences in the wrong, wrong <clears throat> way. And so that right there always made me realize like as a, not just as a dad, but as a black dad, we already have enough heels to climb. We already have enough stigmas right. to climb. I was in Trader Joe's. You shouldn't have to be this tough. Shouldn't have to be. You I mean, it's 2023. I was in Trader Joe's. We're Mac Camden different. was like nine months. Yeah. <laughs> We're built different. We're built, yeah, exactly. We're built <laughs> Max was like nine, ten months. Or no, excuse me, Camden was. So our, my oldest. And I'm walking around. And you know, the first kid, you got like everything, man. You got like a tactical oh, bag. You got bodyguards. You're like eight. Second no one child gets. Sanitized. Like <laughs> you're spraying everyone away five feet. Before the pandemic happened, you're like, nope, hand sanitizer. It's, Before you even look at my kid. Sec- they say the second child's while It's on us as parents. The second child is like, go. Just wild. Go, you're just like, go. You, you're like going to hike. Like, oh, we got a leaf and a stick. We'll be fine. The first kid, you got like, you're just, you're tacked out, right? Like you're. You, you look like you're about to go go to war. Oh, overprotective. 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 We had the little like cushion seat for the the um, the the basket. Mm-hmm. Man, that was so much work. You had to put the little cushion there. You had to attach a little toy to go grocery shopping. <laughs> I'm sitting. So I had it in. He has little toys. The I'm car like, seats have changed. Too. Oh, it car seats! Oh my god, man! I, uh, I I screw car seats, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I remember doing all this, getting everything set up, and I'm like ready to go. Got my little my little dad backpack on, oh, clipped totally. in. You, you, all this fun stuff. I'm at Trader Joe's. This lady, older white lady, turns to the corner and is like, oh, wow. And I was like, okay. Okay, what? Yeah, wow, like, what? Yeah. I like, know yeah. you. And then, of course, what? your first instinct is like, all right, bitch, try me. Like, let, let's, let's get at it. And Say she something. says, I, is that your kid? I'm like, yeah, this is my son. She's like, oh, that's, that's surprising. I was like, why? Because he looks white and I'm not white? Like, what? She's like, well, no. Well, that, I mean, and she was like stumbling. Yeah, and then everyone's hearing up. this. And I'm like waiting for her to say something. And she says, it's just rare to see a dad mm-hmm. take their kids shopping. Yep. And it, she could have ended at that. Okay, yeah, that's fine. And then she says, and you're black. God, she <laughs> Hit me with there, that. Yeah. And before I could say anything, everyone else read, you racist, black, you didn't people. go shop at Walmart. Like it was like this whole thing. And I sat there and I'm, I'm, I remember seeing, listening to that and I kind of chuckled. But then I realized the stigma for black dads is so the, like the, the level, like the expectation for black fathers, it's like not even existent. Yeah, it's and it's oh, go, ahead. go ahead. Well, and it, it's sad because it is. I love my kids. You love your kids, and there's so many amazing black fathers out there. And as a black male, and as a black female, as a daughter, as a son, we already again have so much hills to climb. Let alone that we have to deal with that in our own house. And black dads, black guys out there. Like I have a lot of buddies who are black fathers who are stepping up as stepdads. Don't even have their own biological kids. My buddy Andrew from from Auburn, Alabama. Like we we've only known each other for months. It's but yeah, I agree. I I agree with you, man. I'm I'm gonna say this too. Like I got a lot of homies that out there that uh like they do coaching and they do a lot of stuff for these kids in these sports and they are these kids' father figures. Yeah. And 
you know, like the, we didn't have that growing up. I'm saying I like I, I'm just talking about the mm-hmm. sports aspect. So you're yeah. not only helping them achieve their dreams, but you are filling a role that like means the world to these kids. Because I've seen the kids that I've coached that have fathers and I've seen the coaches. I've, seen, I've coached the kids that didn't. So there is a difference and yep, these kids yep. look up to you. So, I mean, like I commend all those dudes that put in the work for the kids that like aren't their own because those kids are going to remember you forever. So, well, I, like, I, yeah, well, I mean, you look at even even O'Kinney's like our age, pretty, pretty right? much. He was our coach. Right. Uh, he was a father figure. Exactly. Uh, we talked about it last episode with Alex. It was about the importance of coaching the father. And, I, and next season, I have a teacher coming on talking about the importance of being a male teacher to kids. We, I do. I had very few male teachers. Yeah. Ever, like uh, very few. And, and, and that's the thing. It's like as, as, as dads, as your dad, as I'm a dad, and if you're just a male out there and I have a lot of, you know, it's funny. I have most of my feedback from the show is just from guys that mm-hmm. don't even have kids. Well, we can be fatherly examples to everyone around us. Yeah. And, and we don't, and you don't have to say I'm dad or I'm stepdad or oh. I'm this. Just be that male example, and as you talked about, be empathetic. Be be have a listening ear. Don't be quick to judge. Don't be quick to jump. Don't be quick to fix. Right. Go down to their level and help them out. And as black kids, we we didn't have that because, like you said, our parents, our grandparents, and as we go down the list, don't want to go down. You don't want to go down there. Don't want to go down that list because it hurts when you go down that list. It hurts. Like I like some people are like our. We know our roots as a family. That's why it hurts. But I just wanted to say one thing about what, what you said about that lady. Like, that lady is saying things to you. That makes, of course, it makes us feel a certain. But, like, the one thing that, like, is hard for me is we'll be out. And it will be, like, because, I mean, like, we, me and the kids and their mom, we're, like, we're, we have a good relationship. So yeah. we can still go places as a family. And this is, like, post- the split before we would be out and even happens when we're in the family or it's just me and Lamar out. A lot of times there'll be a, a older person, a older black dude that will come up and he will say something. And Ozzy's like, it's good to see. It's good to see this It's good to, and you know, it feels good, but it hurts too. Yeah. Because it, the reason why they are saying that to you is because they didn't have, you. they didn't have that. And yep. it happens too often for and it's just it's just got to stop like you know like it just i never want my kid to ever look at another kid's situation and want for that yep they may the course kids are gonna want like my son will go to someone's house they have like a pool like i want a pool like no we're not getting a pool but like i don't want them to want for something that is not like an object i don't want exactly. them to want for like uh Shed anything really, but you know, well, yeah, yeah. you know, no, I, get I, mean. I don't, I don't want them to like, I, I, I don't want my kids to have generational curses. Like, I really, really don't, and I don't, uh, I don't know where that ends and begins. And it took a while to figure out mine, but I just don't want them to have theirs. I want this start of my family tree to be a certain way. Yep. And yep. I had to change to do that. Yep. Because otherwise, it, that's just an, another generational curse, another broken black man. And I wasn't going to give them that shit because then that next generation is broken too. My son would be broken. My daughter would be broken. Exactly. And then the next and the so forth. 
And if you're doing that shit right, you're supposed to be around to see your grandkids. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's why you want to break those curses. Because if you don't, you're not going to see that shit. Exactly. You're not. You know what I mean? Like, well, how how many how many kids? black kids are raised by a grandparent exactly or by an aunt or by whoever fuck no dog my i like i like we as like the grandparents cool like you can keep them whenever like but you're not gonna raise you're like gonna you raise know what i'm saying like and, and i like and the grandparents shouldn't or mm-mm. they don't want to they already did that they already did that this is my turn like i want i want to be able to look at my son and be proud and my daughter both of them and be proud and and understand why they are the way they are good and bad when they're older but understand that it's that was on me yeah like it's not on auntie or like mm-hmm. it's no that's me like they're mine well it, it takes a village to sure to oh, raise totally kids, totally 100 but you, know? you said so again like you're wrapping up everything in, in one episode and I, I can't wait to hear back uh, whatever things we said, but you said the one of the most important things is generational curses. I, again, I've seen like brother man, you doing such a good job. I hate the idea of like me doing dad stuff. Like if I take my kids to the like zoo, Chris, remember like what Chris Rock said. Yeah, like motherfucker, that's what you're supposed, supposed to do. do. You're supposed, you're supposed to do. You supposed to do want a fucking like, cookie? Yeah, like, exactly. And it's like you're if, supposed if, to do, dog. It's if not. Ruby takes him to the zoo, takes a picture. Oh, that's cute, cute picture. If I take him to the zoo, man. People are like throwing out roses. Oh my god! Yeah, we ain't doing nothing dad. special. And I hate that. Like you're, I'm like, it hurts, right? Like, it, but is it like I get why they say it exactly. But like at the same time, you're like, well, okay, I'm just. When mm, I came with the idea of doing this podcast, and there's plenty of dad podcasts, but it was a whole thing of like, I don't want my experience of just being a dad to be like because everyone's you're such a good dad, but you're such a good dad, but you're such a good dad. I'm like. Actually, I don't feel like I don't think I, I am. I'm still trying to figure this shit out, man. Like <laughs> I, I, I tell I'm people, thank you. Ninety percent of the time, I'll never say I'm a good dad. No, I'm, that's not my place to say. I want my kids, kids to, to say, say that, and I'm that's why dad. the last episode of the season is going to be me talking to my kids, oh, that's, that's asking them epic. questions of like, "Hey, like, epic. tell me how to be better." Or, but or yeah, let's, let's I was to, never asked how can I improve. Exactly. I was just told to. I was the fucking uh, problem. I'm I'm the dad. I'm the, you listen to me. I was the fucking problem. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, like shout out to the parents. So no one, no parent is perfect. Yeah, exactly. Dad. But but that's the thing. Is like I wanted to curb the idea of being a dad is this like extraordinary like achievement. Like no, that's our normal stuff. And B, when you said, how do we break generational curses? You, you're saying it right now. We, we, we have to do it. It's on us. It's on us. And no matter what happens. You know what the fuck is wrong with you. Yeah. You know what you're doing. Exactly. That you shouldn't. Like, you know. You know. Like, I don't Like, I'll be real. Mine was alcohol, dog. Now, I'm almost five years sober. So, I knew what I did not want to do anymore and see. And I saw this generation that gen i i mm-hmm. see it so it's like okay am i going to make the sacrifice so my kids don't see this because exactly. then they're gonna think it's normal and i don't want that because it's not it's so not, it's like yeah. you have to make your changes and like and, and and do what's necessary to because the last thing like i, I like it's all fun and games but you don't want to be the dad that ruins fucking thanksgiving or christmas mm-hmm. And you don't want to have your kids be the ones that think that that's what's supposed to happen. Yeah. Supposed to be like this. Or like, oh, here comes Here it comes again. Here, here we go. Here it comes. Here. I was ready for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because we've all been around the family and it's like, okay, you know what's about to pop off. Exactly. You know what, whether it be alcohol, whether it be our 
comment, whether it be yep. cooking, <laughs> whether it be who they're bringing, yep. like why is he there? Why is she there? There is something that it just sets, just it, it ruins the evening. Stop that shit. Like I had to, like, I didn't want to be the reason that they were upset. And it's like, that was the general, like the huddle or the hurdle, not huddle. So now it's like, well, the plan is for my son to never see me drink, but it's like my daughter now knows where she needs to go with it. Exactly. What can happen. The ugly, and it's on her choice to make it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's like they always say when you have an alcoholic parent, one parent, one, if you have an alcoholic parent, there's two children. One's never going to drink, and one's going to have a fucking problem. Yeah. I don't want either of them. You know what I'm saying? So, But it's like, so... It's just maneuvering, and it's also just like, like you said, the like, can you talk to me? There's, there's so many instances where it was just like, I didn't even feel like heard, and yep. I, like my child has a voice. Like I had a voice as a child, but that voice was, I, I, I was told to mute it. You're suppressed, yeah. Just, just yeah. suppress that mm-hmm. shit. So it's like, mm-hmm. people will hear the way that me and the kids talk to each other, and they're like, man, they talk back. I'm like, no, they're not talking back to you. It may sound like they're talking back. But to me, they're communicating. Exactly. Like, are they upset? And do they have, like, an attitude? Yes. So it's like, okay, well, check the attitude. Check your tone. Like, don't yell. But at the same time, like, you can say what you need to dad. Exactly. Like, you can you can get it out. Like, Well, then, then that shows, again, it shows, I mean, you look at, like you said, a generational curse. There's, we know our grandparents. And then right. we know their family story. And then we, like you said earlier, we don't talk about Right. They're going to inherit some shit that's beyond their control. Just And slowly, we're headed to a direction of empathetic dads, on-point dads. It showed that there was a study that in 1980, 3%, or excuse me, yeah, it was 3% of dads knew how to change diapers. Right now, it's oh, like... shit, I was a pro, dog. Oh, I'm a... I could... I used to tell Ruby... I was like, happy to... I, had a, I, I probably was a better diaper changer than she was. Oh, I'm going to just throw that out there. She probably could... A few, I I was quick. Whoop, I wasn't up. good to start. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I was not good to start. It was it was bad. But I, <laughs> but I, I was quick with it. I got good. That was squeaky clean. Everything was good to go. But it was it, it shows a difference. And then it showed that um, my friend Raul he just sent this to me um, about the uh, there was a percentage of dads who are hands on millennial dads is what they call it. And it, it's funny because the idea of a millennial everyone oh your millennials are soft they're this or that they're whatever participation trophies, all this other stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But at the end of the day, like, no, we are here for our kids. And it and it really brought it up. He just sent to me, oh, golly, was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. And it talks about the percentage of dads who are more involved with their kids. I don't even hey. know what that means. What the fuck does involved mean? Because you, you have... You know what I mean? When you, because me and you, that sounds funny, right? Yeah. Like... Millennial dads are tripling their time spent with their kids compared to compared to their fathers. Well, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Cause I want to spend, I'm not saying my father didn't want to, but it's like, I want, I want, I enjoy spending time with my kids. Yeah. You know, like it's Be- because it's the fun. blueprint was this whole like work, get home, wife, mom deals with the kids. They take them here to do this. They do that. And as a dad, that's, that's all we're breaking these curses. And, and, and dads, if you feel like, well, that's who I am now, you could always change that. You said you're five years sober, right? Almost, yeah. Almost five years. So that's that's killer. That's that's beyond amazing. I mean, that, that's something you give you get your flowers for, man. Like, well, I mean, but and I'm proud of you. It's for because that. 
there was a time when I wasn't the best dad. So it's like, you have to change it. Like, you know, like I saw, I had great examples of friends, people like you, cause you like, and others who are dads that I saw that you want to be like, and they don't do anything special. You're just like, Oh, okay. Like, damn, like, I, you know, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, you have a, if you have a good circle around you that can motivate you, like you can do anything. And I'm very fortunate that every single one of the dads, that I'm around is an amazing dad. So like it sets the tone. Well, like, and, and, and the most important thing to take off from that is it's not too late to change. No, it's it's not, not too late to reverse those numbers of 70% of black kids are raised by a single parent. It's not too late to change. And if you are a dad out there who has no, excuse me, no connection to their kids or no relationship, it's not too late to change. Cause I look at the way that my relationship with my kids was, two years ago mm-hmm. it's way different than oh it's it different or you're always today. evolving it's gonna be different a year from now yeah. than it is today so that's why it's never too late because like they're growing we're like that's why i said we're growing together in this because you know like and, and we're and we have to realize we're not raising kids we're raising humans raising little people little people little people and they're going to become big people that little people they're going to eventually if they want to have a little people of their own you want i want my people that want them to have good memories too yeah you know what i'm saying like we just went we just got back from disney world it looked like a blast everything forever they better i hope they do (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't cheap (laughs) i hope they do i i can't wait till they're old and their kids take them they want i cannot wait for my kids to be older Mm -hmm. and their kids Want to take them to Disney World. Yep. And they see that fucking price tag. I can't wait for that. Oh, yeah. I can't. Because then they're going to know. They're going to know. Oh, dad. Oh, shit. Dad. Dad could have done this instead of (laughs) 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 Like this. They they get you both ways. No Vaseline, man. It was worth it, though. It's worth it. It's worth it. You know what I mean? And that's just like one. I'm not saying I hope my kids remember the price tag. But it's just like I can't wait till till they have kids of their own. You want to so, grow up? Yeah. Yeah. So they understand. <laughs> like, like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, I get it now. Now I get it. Well, in in the memories, I, the I memories. do things like I. I'm a big. I love photography, right? I love right. taking pictures. Yeah, we love and, seeing them. All the like, yeah. And I'm getting better and better. You are. It feels like, and I'm excited. I'm and I'm, but I'm surrounding myself around other photographers who are good. And then I'm bringing my kids along because they love doing it too. Yeah, I like the picture of you taking the picture with them. With like, them, yeah. and then mm-hmm. I got like my shot and then their shot. Oh. And I and I was I was remember I they've they've been taking pictures of on this camera, one of my old cameras. They've always been taking years, and I haven't even put it on my computer to look at it. Okay. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, let me check these photos out. I'm like, oh my god, these are good. <laughs> these are pretty <laughs> good. good. But yeah, yeah, like we Max should take these photos, photos. You know what I mean? Yeah, take them. Yeah, take pictures. Take and pictures. and it's like, and I sat there, I'm like, I don't care if it's an expensive camera. Handle it. Here. Do it. But Keep I look going. at those memories, and I'm like, this is it. This I is remember it, yeah. my mom used to do that. We used to go hiking in the woods and stuff like that, mm-hmm. little brown kids. I remember I was when I was here, I was like, remember my big old afro? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had this big, nappy old afro. And I was We like, all my, had one. We all had an afro. We all were Kobe. We were all Kobe for a second. Kobe From fro. like 96 to 2001 at one point. You didn't love basketball. Yeah, you didn't love Allen Iverson and Kobe Bryant. If you yeah. didn't have effort to get to cornrows, like I ain't yeah, trying to yep, get nothing yep. from you. Then you, you, yeah, you weren't there. You weren't. I, you like, either Afro, you had the island beads, you know, those white beads, mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the seashells, <laughs> the, the seashells. Man, those are nuts. Uh-huh. But uh, so I remember I was out at the Real Grand Nature Center, and I'm sitting there with my big old Afro, 
walking by and there was a bird watching tour and I was like, oh, I want to do it. Like, cause my mom used to do it all the time. Mm-hmm. So I went by myself, drove down there. It was like 7am, got up early. I'm sitting there walking and these ladies are like, are, are you lost? I'm like, no, I'm here for the bird watching tour. And they're like, looked at me and you could tell there was like judgment. Like, oh, and I'm like young Afro, whatever. So I'm walking around and there was a woodpecker and they're like, oh my gosh, that's a whatever woodpecker. I was like, no, actually that's a male downy woodpecker. Put them in their place. And they looked at me and they're like, no, that's a, and I was like, no, that's a male downy woodpecker. And, oh, there's a northern flicker right there too. And the guide was like, oh, he's right. And it was like, haha, I got you. But I, I remember that moment was like, I wouldn't know that because my mom taught me what the woodpecker was. You know, you remember. I remember that. And that's the things I want to instill in my kids. Like, oh, I remember going out and oh, seeing yeah. this and doing that and going to Disney World. And then when they take their kids to Disney World, like, yeah, I want them to know how much these camera equipment costs. Because right. they don't know. They're like, I tell them a number. I'm like, oh, okay, who cares? Your dad. You have money grows out of everywhere. I'm like, no, it doesn't. Not no. even close. But they think that. But, but yeah. But then then that's the flip side. Like, I'm still going to do everything I can to make sure they have everything they, everything they need. Th- that they need. Not what they want. They Everyone wants a pool. Like, dad, we need to get a three-story house so we can slide down the stairs. Like, no, <laughs> that's not happening, buddy. Like, we're going to be we're gonna be here for as, as long as we need to be here type of thing. But but with, with that being said, it, it's the memories we show and teach them helps break those generational curses that we right. had. And, it, and it, it, doesn't, it doesn't even have to be like, okay, kids, we're going to break this. We're going to break the curse. Your grandpa used to be that. Or your grandma used to be this. Like, no, I'm just going to instill and show you things. Make your own way. Make like, your own make path. Make your own way. Your own blueprint of how parenting should be. And that would go ahead and instill them not to be just better parents, but better people to society. And then when you see that when they are your age with their kids, I'm going to want them to have their own traditions, their not, own traditions not and do what we did with dad or mom, like start their own tradition, start That's your own thing. What we're doing right now. We have our own tradition. We exactly. do our own thing. And that in itself is breaking a curse because we know that we're what we have. We're yeah, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like if that makes any sense, there's no, like it begins and ends. It does like here with us. Like, and so I think that that's always what I wanted, you know, like you don't want to be that. Like, what do I want on my deathbed? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like sucks to think about shit like that, but you have to. And it's like, I would much rather like, you know, it's partly also why, like why the reason my relationship with their kids and mom is the way that it is because we're one day going to share grandkids. Yeah. Great yeah. grandkids. So like You're attached for life. Like, do you want that shit to be ugly forever or do you want to make the best of the situation that's at hand? And it's like, I, that's why I want the best relationship with my kids now and for the future. Exactly. Like that's, and as quick as things are going now it's like it's for the future mm-hmm. because you can't now go so quick like now is second grader and a junior and that doesn't make sense when you say it like that because like the, 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 that means next year is a senior and then the year after that's gone so it's like you can't think like you know you, you know what i'm saying like it's shit sucks like you're like like i see some of my homies friends like my homies like their their kids are graduating it's like fuck. It's here. It's here. Like it's here. Jesus like Christ. so. Then like next step is out into the world. So you, you want to make sure that they're prepared for this crazy world. And it's like our parents 
parents weren't even around for the fucking internet. So like, you know, like this yeah. world, the world that we grew up in does not exist today. Exactly. So that's why I say there is no fucking blueprint no. because my dad never had to worry about me getting online bullied. That doesn't even make sense. Exactly. This isn't like, I can't like, I not even bullying normal. So yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I can't be like, there was nothing to say like, Oh, this is a, B and C. Like, don't do this. Don't put this out here. Don't like, there was like, you know, like they, they wouldn't have known what to do. Like, I don't even know what to do. And I grew up in this shit yeah. and I'm like, Oh, okay. Well we have to like maneuver through this yeah. because mm-hmm. like right now, like right now my be Instagram or I'm just using it as an yeah, example, yeah. but like who knows what the next thing is that yep. will pop up that is like, Oh, stay away or like this or that. Like there is no, you know well, what I'm like saying? AI is changing. Like, exactly. Like, like I'm not Alan Iverson. That was our AI. Yeah. Like it's just, a, that's why if you just do it. You just got to do the best that you can and show up, show up, show like, up, listen, love, yeah. be there, be open. Don't feel like we're we're not dictators. We 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 right. That's what I don't want to. That's exactly like that's yeah. like bingo, dog. I don't want to feel like a dictator. Like yeah. I don't. Like, yeah. I, I want to be there. I want to, my kids to know that we're on the same side. We're 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 going right. for the same goal. Like, and and when it comes down to it, and I mean, there's so many. Golly, this 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 episode has been, I think, spot on on so many levels, and I can't wait to hear back and and learn and 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 add things to it. I still can't believe. She's a junior in high school. That to me is like what I, I had a panic attack. Camden going to fourth grade. I'm like, wait, there's no this is like there's almanacs in here. Like, where, where where's a Dr. Seuss book? Like, hold on a second. It, I got to worry about buying a car that's not even for me. I don't, like, I just, <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? Like, I'm, well God, then, car, the car, and she's driving. Oh all, God, oh, dude, God, don't. Oh man. Like, yeah. I got to worry then about like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was all excited to get her a car. I told her I was going to buy her a Mini Cooper. Like, okay. I would have, but then she don't want it. So now I'm like, well, we'll go find a car. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, about to get a free car. Yeah, exactly. Like, What's wrong with you? Yeah. So I got a hand-me-down car. And that's all. Like, I don't want to get a, like, oh. Yeah, then you want something good and safe and reliable. For your... I remember I was like, fine, something. You can fix it. Drive it. That's yours. Type of thing when I got my first car. I don't car. want that for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't. I'm well, just being real. Yeah, that's true, and that's how I am too. I'm like, man, like I want to make sure that they right. But there was no. I didn't. I did not know how I was gonna feel about her being 16 when she was 12 and 13 or 10. Like I didn't know there was nothing that's gonna say, hey, prepare me, prepare you for this. Guess what? Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like I have like it's. it's like yeah, yeah, it's just it's crazy because you you have to learn and you have to be able to to like let go and that's exactly all, that's been the hardest part is just like letting go yeah like you you want to like hold on but you have to let go and that for me has been the biggest struggle just as a father because it's like you want to overprotect you you know you just you you don't want the world to hurt them yeah. but yeah that shit's necessary for them to grow. And that's hard is letting them make their own mistakes and learn and find their own path. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you have to, you have to find a path. I don't, I don't even want to know what the path for my parents would have chose for me. I wouldn't yeah. have wanted that shit. Like, yeah. so I'm here because I found my own way and exactly. I have to like set them up to succeed 
Like that's that's all I want, you know. And you had the worth wherewithal to understand things you needed to change, things you need to improve on, to ensure mm-hmm. that they had those those tools to do so. I mean, it's just, I guess there's a there's a there's just that feeling as a parent, and you know, mm-hmm. it's just whether or not you pay attention to it. Yeah, you know, it's like it could be it could be a new it could just it's the way you speak to them. Like yeah. I, you know, like there's just like my son's like when I when he hears something says that made me feel a certain way, then it's like okay, I can't say that anymore. Then yeah, you know what I mean. And it, it's not even saying something bad. It's like how you say it. How or you say what, it? Yeah, like mm-hmm. something you know, and it's not like whatever. Then like you then make that change because exactly. he sees you change. Then when you tell him it's time to change, like he's going to because he saw you listen to him. He ain't gonna listen to you if you're, he's like, well, why should I listen why to you? Listen to you? Why should I listen to you? Listen to you? I'm, what I I've been telling you not to say that for years, and you keep saying it to me. So why am I gonna listen exactly. to you? Exactly. Like at the end of the day, like they are still humans. <laughs> they are well, little kids, but they kids, still have the same feelings that you yep. would have as an adult. Mm-hmm. Like, don't tell me shit if you ain't doing it. Don't tell me shit because I have that attitude, so I know that they have it. So it's like I got. That's why I just got to be a good example. Well, mm-hmm. again, like we talked about, they they will. Uh, follow our example instead of hear our example. Right. You, you, you. We play music, right? We're jamming out. We're doing this. We're doing that. And you, when you hear them, like, oh, they, they know the they lyrics. Hear. They rapping to that. Okay, okay. I was telling you about this song that um, uh, there was the I forget the name of the song. It's like science. It's, they heard it on YouTube. I was showing that to you. And the beat, uh, Mob Deep had 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 that beat. And when they, that? that song came on, and it was just like. Then I hear Ken go M O B B. I was like, oh, oh, okay. oh, like, yeah, on. those are the proud. I did good. Moments. I did good. And they're mm. sitting there like, hey, Dad, can we listen to Tribe? And I'm like, they didn't even say a Tribe called Quest. They said they Tribe. Know. And I'm like, oh, okay. Max and I did. Can I kick it for a for a karaoke night? And he killed it. He slant. He slayed it. Now, but now he's singing Scissor because he hears his mom singing mm. it. All I'm sitting there like, oh my gosh. But it's funny. But it's again, that's that's a. I could say, hey, you should listen to this. Right. Or don't listen to that, or don't like. No, they're gonna they're gonna they're hear, hear what we hear and then follow suit. And so if I'm like Camden, never listen to Mob Deep. They say bad words. I'm like, well, you listen to Mob Deep and you rap the bad words. Like, what, what's the difference, buddy? So, well, what you be say an it's example. like as a as a dad, we have to be example. If you feel like you're not an example, if you feel like you're not even there, it, you could change that. Right. And and I think. And we could finish on this. The last, the last, one of the most important things is for black fathers and black moms and white fathers and white moms and whoever. If you two don't work out, that's okay. You still have kids to raise. Oh, right, right. You still have weddings to attend to, graduations to be. You still have grand. You still have the grandkids. You still have so much life together. Even so, if your relationship doesn't work out. Don't be bitter. Don't be this. Don't be that with the other person because you're showing an example. That's to what your, your kids, kids see. They that's, think that that's, that's what's they, normal then. Yeah. They're to be raised in chaos. It's not normal. And it shouldn't like, be. It, it should be. Well, you're right. It shouldn't be it normal shouldn't for be. them. Like, sadly, it's normal for some people, but you shouldn't want that for your kids. Yeah. Chaos like, and toxicity and all this other stuff. That's not how our kids should be raised in an environment like that. So, Cody. Dude, this was my, I can't wait, my guy, to listen to this, listen to back to it. Um, thank you so very much. I'm humbled to have 
your experience, um, listening to everything about that, having another strong black father, just a strong father. We even throw the word black out, but we know like black dads need to step up. The statistics show it. Let me like people. I think that people are are gonna misconstrue what when we mean by black fathers. Like I'm shout out to all the fathers, all the fathers, all the fathers. Yep. It's just we needed we needed this episode. Yeah, we did. Like yes, sir. And I hope that whoever needs to hear this, like they hear it and just like keep doing it, man. Like keep going. Like you know, like it's it's really not that hard. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not. It's not not that hard. Like they people make it out to be a lot harder than what it is. You know what I'm saying? Just again, love, listen, be there, be honest, be willing to change, get to their level. Right. As we want people to hear us, we got to hear them. Exactly. Things are just, you know, they are yours, so you know how they are. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So we always finish every episode with some dad jokes. Do you got a dad joke? I don't. I had one, but I don't remember. I like had it, and it was a good one. It was. I can't remember it now, and that's the other thing's fault. Yeah, that's that's fatherhood. What? What was? What was Jay Z before he married Beyonce? I don't know what. Her fiance. Right there, got it. Right, see there. Okay, okay, that's good. Yeah, that's a good one. It's that's truth, a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. I that's saw that one, one online. Okay. I can't okay. take credit for that. Dad okay. jokes. Okay. All right. Um, since football season is around the corner, go Ravens. I know you're an Eagles fan. Hopefully, we see each other in February. Uh, the Ravens and the Eagles. That would be stressful. That would be stressful as all get out, man. The I, world I, wouldn't be they. That would. Be, like, I'm not watching this Super Bowl. <laughs> There'd be some people who would be. They were already mad about Mahomes and Hurts if we get Lamar Jackson and Hurts. Oh, man. Yeah, that would be. What is on my TV? What is on this TV? I didn't know the Super Bowl was on BET this year. (laughs) (laughs) What do you got? Chitlins in the halftime? Who's going to be the halftime performer? Oh, that would. Yeah. Who is performing this year? I don't know. I don't think so. Rihanna killed it, though. Pregnant and everything. We're not going to get any good ones for a minute. Yeah, it's going to be like. (laughs) I don't know. If it's like. They got Garth Brooks queued up. Like yeah. there, well, we, we <laughs> hey Garth, get Taylor on the line, please. Yeah, Taylor Swift. We're yeah, gonna Taylor. Get, it's gonna be back. Billy Eilish is kind of on the on the fence. They, they they like her too. Get her on the get her on the horn, please, please. Yeah. Um, some Michael Bublé or something. But so <laughs> speaking there of you the, go. Football, the Jonas Brothers this year's Super Bowl. Exactly, exactly. It's not gonna be a good halftime show. Or Harry, yeah, I like Harry Styles. Man, he got some vibe. He got some soul to him. Harry Styles, not or James Blake. I like James Blake. Like that. What's the Travis dude? Scott, man? Throw Travis Scott in nah, there. Nah, they're gonna do the voice dude. What's his name? That country oh, dude, uh, Blake, Blake Shelton. Shelton. I bet you Blake, Blake Shelton is yeah, gonna do a, a Super Bowl. The word due for a country one. So, send us a message on IG or email on who you think is gonna be in a halftime show to Super Bowl. The winner will get some swag or something, something. like that if you get it. But here, here's my dad joke: Why didn't the dog want to play football? Because he was a boxer. Oh. <laughs> cheesy, That's <man>. good. <laughs> it's cheesy. It's cheesy. <laughs> that's good, though. I was like, I, I, was, I was trying to overthink it. Yeah, that, that's, that's a beautiful thing about like that joke. A, a wiener dog joke. It, but, well, yeah. My, oh, my kiddo gave me a good one about the wiener dog. What, do you, what happens when your dog has a fever? Put mustard on it. <laughs> 
These kids. Oh. <laughs> it's a hot dog. Like, these kids, they're good. They're good. They're good. The art of the dad joke is you gotta, you kind of have to use it as a story, but, uh, uh, but yeah, well, Cody, thanks again for joining yes, me, man. This was a, a pleasure, a blessing. All in, we've known each other for, it's crazy to think over 20 years now. I know that's scary. That's, that's a, that's a crazy thought, but well, I, we're, we're teenagers. We're you, teenagers, man. man. We're teenagers. We're hooping old. it up with embrace it. Yeah. I, I was, a, I was fucked up when I turned 30. I was an emotional wreck. And next month I turned 40 and I'm cool with it. I'm yeah. Like, I'm like, kind of like happy about it, I guess. Like it's an accomplishment to still, to make it this far and yeah. still like want more, you know what I mean? Like this isn't the end game. Like I can't wait to be exactly. like 60, you know, now I'm for a while, you know, well, let's hold up, but you know what, you get what I'm saying. I, like, I get what you're saying, man. I mean, I want to grow old. You and used was, to not think we would get here. Now that I'm now here, it's here. like, oh, okay. You, you look at life, man. You look, you look back then and you see things. I mean, we're sitting in your beautiful house that I was honored to, you help, to help you, you find this. And, and maybe 10 years ago, I wouldn't have thought where I would be at, oh, where I'm at. You probably yeah. wouldn't have thought the same thing either. And Not even a, not it, even a little bit. That's why I was <laughs> sad at 30. You know what I mean? But it's like... But, but you, that, that's, life is always an evolution and it's always a... You always look upward. And so if you ever, if you're in that point, if you feel sad, if you feel anything, reach out to any of us. You follow us on Instagram. You'll see us both tagged on there. And if you ever need anything, we got your back. Like whoever it is, whatever it is. So as dads, man, we, we got to support each other. We got to help each other out. And remember, it's not ever too late to change. So again, follow us on Instagram. We're a how to father pod. If you have want to send us an email, how to father pod at gmail.com. Um, Cody, once again, man, thanks for joining us. This was episode eight. Thanks for everyone who's been eight a part for of Kobe. it. Number eight, Le- grade eight, uh, Lamar, Kobe. It's a great number. It's a great. I, I, great. Kobe's still eight to me. Co- Kobe's still eight, man. I, I can't. I, I love twenty-four, but Kobe will always be eight, be eight man. Co- Kobe eight. was a different player when he was. Eight. He was matured when he was twenty-four, was, but he was a monster when he was, he was eight. killer when he was eight. Man, man ooh, he, he was mean out there. He, like he was mean at twenty-four, 24 but eight when he had that dunk, man, in Brooklyn. Over Chris Humphreys, over oh man that dunked on three dudes. I was like, that's Kobe eight right there. That's eight, man. That's Adidas Kobe. That's what I'm saying. Number eight was the one who crossed up Scotty and threw that lob to Shaq. Like, just saying, he just, was nasty. Yeah. He was he nasty was a at different, eight. Different guy, but Cody, happy almost birthday. Thank you, man. Thank you for showing up. I got it. We got to have you back on. Hey, we can do a part two. Let's. We'll do a part, we'll two. Do a part two, guys. Thank you so very much for listening. How to Father Podcast: The Amateurness of Being a Dad. Go out there, be a great dad, support each other. If you have, if you have anything, if you need anything from us, shoot us a message on Instagram. We got your back. Again, thanks, man. All right, thank you for having me, brother. See you.